This is Ananin Kaikei, and you are listening to Voice of the Water Lily, an exploration of our ancestral music and history. We will be exploring music through the lens of history and history through the lens of music. Music is the chronicle of our story and a testament to our interconnectedness. By understanding our history, we understand ourselves, our ancestors, and our world better. It is my belief that music expresses what the soul means to say, what words fail to express. So, mi gente, join me on this musical and historical journey. Como esta, mi gente? Thank you for joining me today as we are going to be continuing on our mission to debug myths surrounding Che Guevara, myths about him and lies, malicious propaganda. Last time, in part one, you can scroll back and listen to it if you haven't, we talked about the prevailing uh, misinformation and lie that says that Che Guevara was racist. Today, we're going to be talking about another lie that really has come up recently in a lot of uh, propaganda uh, websites, articles. Uh, there was the, the often cited Huffington Post article from several years ago. And of course, now we have this PragerU video that also says that Che was this murderous, homophobic racist. So these are becoming really prevailing myths about Che. And as time goes on, when we have this kind of misinformation, this disinformation, and this propaganda, we start to get further away from the truth, and then our collective history starts to get distorted. So we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that claim today, and we're going to be debunking it. Now, this episode is going to be a lot shorter than the last one, but I definitely wanted to talk about this because this is a myth that's come out more recently, more in the last few years. We see people all over the internet claiming that Che Guevara was homophobic. So we're going to talk about that before. We get into all this. Let's listen to a song. As we always do on the show, we always have to have some music. We always have to start with a song. Canción del Hombre Nuevo, a song from the Uruguayan singer-songwriter Daniel Vigiletti. Lo haremos tú y yo, nosotros lo haremos. Tomemos la arcilla para el hombre nuevo. Su sangre vendrá. De todas las sangres, borrando la historia del miedo y del hambre, por brazo un fusil, por luz la mirada, y junto a la idea una bala asomada, y donde el amor, un grito escondido. Pues ya los oídos serán receptivos, su grito será de guerra y victoria, como un tableteo que anuncia la gloria, y por corazón a ese hombre daremos el del guerrillero que todos sabemos. Lo haremos tú y yo. Brazo un fusil, nosotros lo haremos por luz la mirada, tomemos la arcilla, es de madrugada. So the prevailing propaganda tells us that Che was homophobic, he hated gay people, constantly used a myriad of homophobic slurs, and put gay people in concentration camps and executed them. The often repeated claim was made in that 2017 HuffPost article that claims Che was a racist, homophobe, and mass murderer. The source 
to that claim, the source that Che was homophobic, actually links back to a blog called Prensa Republicana, which is actually written by Nicolas Marquez. And for reference, just so we know where this where this claim comes from and who uh, who is out here saying these things, Nicolas Marquez is an ultra right wing writer and lecturer from Argentina. And he actually has in the past excused the actions of the military junta in Argentina, which resulted in the deaths or disappearances of more than 30,000 people. He's also called the democratically elected Chilean president Salvador Allende a dictator. And Marquez, the principled crusader uncovering Che's homophobia, has denied the existence of homophobia and has expressed incredibly homophobic views himself. He also is the founder of Prensa Republicana. And given that it's his website, no one is fact-checking these articles before he publishes them. So I think we can all agree, really reliable source, right? Next, the Huffington Post article goes on to say that Che started the quote-unquote first Cuban concentration camp called Guanacabibes. They then lie by omission, making it seem as if the camp that that as if this was a was a, a forced labor camp that imprisoned uh, LGBTQ people. When you click on their source for that information, it actually leads to a page that no longer exists on the Cuba Archives website. And I'm going to talk about the issue of the Cuba Archives website and a lot of their misinformation or disinformation in another episode. But know that they are not at all a reliable source of information. The article does not cite any primary sources. The Huffington Post article has absolutely no primary sources. And then there's another quote that circulated on the Internet. A quick trigger warning to my listeners here because this is a very homophobic quote. Now, it is not. A real quote. It's not an authenticated quote. In fact, it's a completely fake quote. But I am going to read it, but I just want to extend a trigger warning because it is homophobic. And it says, this is this was circulated all over Twitter that says homosexuals are sexual perverts. A deviation from that nature clashes with the concept we have of what a communist militant should be. Work will make you men. End quote. Again, this quote is 100% fake. It's false on every level. Che never said that. We start from the first sentence that says homosexuals are sexual perverts. There's actually no evidence that Che ever said this. Moving on, the second sentence says that a deviation from that nature clashes with the concept we have of what a communist militant should be. This is actually part of a quote that's attributed to Fidel Castro, not Che Guevara, Fidel Castro. In a 1965 interview, Fidel actually said that part, basically saying that uh, they didn't that he didn't think that it, that someone who was LGBTQ could be a true revolutionary or true communist militant. And while we're not, we're not talking about Fidel Castro here, I think that's very important to mention here. This is obviously homophobic on the part of Fidel Castro. And I think that, that an entirely different show could be, could be done about this topic as it pertains to Fidel Castro. But I think what the point, the main point here is, is that that first, that, that second sentence in this completely uh, uh, made up quote that they say Che said and it's like part of this Fidel did say undeniably he said that that was absolutely wrong on Fidel's part it was homophobic on his part that is a whole other discussion we're not talking about Fidel Castro we're talking about Che and also I think it's important to mention that when Fidel said that Che was not even in the country. He had already left to the Congo, where, as we know, he went on to take part in the Simba Rebellion. He was not even in the country when Fidel made that claim. And as I'm going to say again, it was Fidel who said that, not Che. The next sentence in this, this kind of mashup of several different quotes that, was, that appeared on Twitter says, Work will make you men. 
Now, multiple sources online claim that this was the motto of the UMAPs, the military units to aid production or the Unidades Militares de Ayuda a la Producción, which actually happened in Cuba between 1965 and 1968. And they actually allege that Che created these UMAPs. They go on to claim that it bears a similarity to the Nazi motto, work will set you free. And using this model to excuse forced labor is absolutely repugnant. I mean, I think we can all agree that forced labor is, 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 a, is something that should never happen. And, if, and to use a model like that to justify it would be horrific. However, that was never used in Cuba. Never was that slogan or anything like it used in the, the UMAPs. And also, this brings me to my second issue. They often say that Che, and I quote, put gay people in camps, and he developed the UMAP system. This claim, I really do believe, really deserves an in-depth response, including context and a basic timeline. The UMAP system was established in November of 1965. Che left Cuba and resigned from all governmental positions that he had held in March of 1965, months before the UMAP system was established. Che was not even in the country and had little to no influence in Cuban politics when the UMAP system was created. The issue of UMAPs could definitely have a whole entire show dedicated just to it. However, I find it important to note that the idea of it, however wrong it may be, was far from the idea of rounding up gay people. And for a brief summary as to what the UMAPs were, they were created for people who could not or refused to be conscripted into the military. So in instead of military service, they were sent to camps in Camagüey, Cuba, where they did agricultural work. And as in many countries, including the United States at the time, openly LGBTQ people were not allowed to join the military, meaning that many were sent to the UMAPs. But the idea that Che or even Fidel were having gay people taken off the street and thrown into like forced labor prison camps is quite farcical. And there is no denying that abuses did go on in these UMAPs. In fact, the Cuban government admitted to their wrongdoing in this situation. And the practice was ended after just three years in 1968. Also, Fidel owned up to his role in this and admitted that he had been responsible for the mistreatment of LGBTQ people in Cuba. And in the end, however, this has nothing to do with Che Guevara. Che had no part in creating UMAPs and he did not ever write or speak about his opinions on them. So we actually don't even have enough evidence to say if he supported the practice or not. But I did mention earlier a camp that is often talked about called Guanacabibes. It is, in fact, true that Che started Guanacabibes in 1960. However, using the term concentration camp to describe it is misleading and, frankly, a misnomer, as is conflating it with a UMAP. Saying that it was used to detain and imprison LGBTQ plus people is also simply untrue. The truth was is that Guanacabibes was used to discipline corrupt and unprincipled government officials. So it worked like this. If a politician was found to have lied or been corrupt, they would have an opportunity to keep their job by doing labor for a period and then proving to Che that they had learned the error in their ways. Now, no one was forced to do this. If they didn't want to do this, they would lose their job as a politician or government official. No one was forced to go there and it had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with rounding up gay people. And calling it a concentration camp is frankly deeply offensive to those who suffered in and died in real Nazi concentration camps. It's, it's just another farcical, offensive, and pathetic attempt by propagandists to compare the Cuban Revolution to the Nazis. And that's simply what, that's simply what they are trying to, to do in, in making th th this comparison and trying to conflate the two things. 
Another claim that continues to circulate is that Che used a, a homophobic slur in Spanish that's basically equivalent to the F word in English to describe gay people. Now, it's well known that Che kept diaries his whole life, yet not one diary passage includes the slur. In one diary passage in the Motorcycle Diaries, he describes a situation where a man who Che says was probably gay is beaten up, and Che says that it, it upset him to see this. He also refers to him in the original Spanish as homosexual, but does not use any derogatory slurs, such as the aforementioned one, to describe him. And I think it's important to mention, Che was very open about his ideas and beliefs. If he hated LGBTQ people so much, why is there not one verifiable instance of him being homophobic or using homophobic language? Why didn't he write a single thing on the matter in any of his diaries? And no one has come forward to testify that they heard Che use the term, and no evident ex evidence exists to support this idea. In fact, I think given the homophobia that was, that was rampant at this time, the fact that he never said or wrote anything homophobic is actually quite telling. So, in short, I know this has been quite a short episode because this myth really just has absolutely no basis in facts. The claim that Che Guevara was a rabid homophobe is completely false and is not even backed by a shred of evidence. And I think that it's just important to combat this, though, because time goes on, our history gets more and more distorted, we, and it's harder to find the truth, and we have to, we have to, to, to talk about the truth. Honestly, your political beliefs and, you know, your opinions do not justify, I don't care what those opinions are, but they do not justify lying about history or historical figures or making things up or any of those things. That is not justifiable in any way. Lying about history is honestly, it's wrong. It, it, I think it's, it's, it's ethically, it, it's definitely ethically wrong. And to be, uh, to be spreading this propaganda knowingly is just wrong on every level. Um, and it needs to be combated. We need to talk about this as we live in this age of fake news, of disinformation we're, we, we, we're in an age where in two states in the U.S., Florida and Oklahoma, they have approved the use of PragerU videos. And I, like I said before, if you don't know what PragerU is, go look it up. They've approved the use of those videos in classrooms to teach children social studies and history. This is really a war on education, on knowing the history. They do not want people to know the history. They do not want people to know what the United States has done. And, and they just don't want people knowing the truth. So combating these lies is vital, is, is so important. Because we're at a time where these, th these things are not, these things are being accepted now as truth. And it's totally unacceptable. It really is. So that is why it's important to do this, to combat these things. Bueno, mi gente, I really do hope you have enjoyed today's show. And until next time, con mucho, mucho cariño, keep dancing, keep burning your ancestors. I'll leave you with a song here from Silvio Rodriguez, a song that he did in honor of Che, Hombre. And until next time, chao, mi gente. Desciende a mi ciudad tu ejemplo Supiste cabalgar contra quien odia Desde su torre de oro y exterminio Pero en mi parecer Te dio más gloria el alma Que tallaste a tu dominio La medicina escasa La más insuficiente 
la locura pasa, risueña cuando engaña, cual odio de la propia entraña. Hombre sin apellido, un poco de piedad te pido.
Keep dancing. Keep honoring your ancestors con mucho, mucho cariño. Chao, mi gente. If you like that show, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and leave me a voice message on Anchor. There is a link up in the description. You can also reach out on Facebook and Instagram at Voice of the Water Lily or check out my blog, voiceofthelily.water.blog. You can leave me a message on any of those platforms. Um, and please reach out. Let me know what you think of the show. If you have any suggestions, song requests, or anything, please reach out to me. And um, also, if I got something wrong and you want to correct me, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, and uh, until next time, ciao.